G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The more affluent a society becomes, the more prevalent is the instance of divorce. In most so-called developed economies, divorce is running at around 40% of all marriages. As much as we don't want it to happen, it does. That's why so many people have asked me to talk about divorce, which is exactly what we're going to do today. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be with you. And yes, today we're going to be taking a look at marriage breakdown and divorce from a different perspective. There's an interesting statistic that measures a country's divorce rate. It's called the divorce-to-marriage ratio. Here's what it measures. In any given country, there are X number of divorces in a year and Y number of marriages in that same year. The divorce-to-marriage ratio is X divided by Y. It measures the relationship between new divorces and new marriages in any given year. Now, according to Wikipedia, the country that's worst off with the highest ratio of 71% is Belgium. So in Belgium, for every 100 couples who tie the knot and get married this year, there will be 71 other couples who'll get divorced. And that's staggering. The USA has a divorce to marriage ratio of 53%, Germany 49%, Canada 48%. The United Kingdom, 47%, Australia, 43%, and New Zealand, 42%. Now, those aren't just statistics. They're tragedies. Every marriage that comes apart causes untold hurt and harm. I should know. Over 20 years ago, I went through divorce. The woman who was my wife left me for one of my best friends. It was in the middle of that that I came close to taking my own life. It was in the middle of that that I encountered Jesus for the very first time and gave my life to him. Today, I'm happily, very happily, married to a beautiful Christian woman. Back then, the pit seemed so deep and so dark, I couldn't see how I could possibly even make it through the next day. I hold a biblical belief about marriage to this day, a belief that I hold to be absolutely true, because it's what Jesus said. Let's have a look. Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 to 9. Some Pharisees came to him, and to test him, they asked him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any cause? And Jesus answered, Have you not read that the one who made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So there are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. They said to him, Why then did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? But Jesus said to them, It was because you were so hard-hearted that Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. Now, despite what I've been through, I believe that marriage is meant to be for life. And what God has joined together is not meant to be torn apart. Because when it is... It causes untold pain. That's why I always counsel couples to do whatever it takes 
to heal their broken marriage. If they will put God in the middle, if they will take to heart what Jesus teaches about forgiveness, they'll discover that God can and will heal their marriage. Absolutely he will. But that's not always possible. In my case, the woman who was once my wife moved from my house and my bed into another man's house and another man's bed. That is sexual immorality. That's something I didn't have any control over. Although for two years, I prayed and I waited to see if God would act. I was prepared to take her back, just as Hosea did with his immoral wife in the Old Testament. It didn't happen. She divorced me. I know that there are women listening today who are suffering abuse, mental, physical, sexual, who feel trapped, as abused women often do, in their marriages. And you're sitting there right now thinking, God, what do you have to say to me? So often Christians bandy around the quote from the Old Testament that God hates divorce. Yes, he does. But it's only half of what that verse says. Let's listen to the whole thing. Malachi chapter 2, verses 3 to 16. And this you do as well. You cover the Lord's altar with tears, with weeping and groaning, because he no longer regards the offering or accepts it with favour at your hand. You ask, why does he not? Because the Lord was a witness between you and the wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, though she has been your companion and your wife by covenant. Did not one God make her? Both flesh and spirit are his. And what does the one God desire? Godly offspring. So look to yourselves and do not let anyone be faithless to the wife of his youth. For I hate divorce, says the Lord, the God of Israel, and covering one's garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So take heed to yourselves and do not be faithless. So as it turns out, God hates three things when it comes to marriage. Unfaithfulness, divorce and violence. So to any abused woman out there, know this. God does not want you to stay in a violent relationship. He doesn't. He just doesn't. Clinically, psychologists will tell you that abuse is rooted in control and often the man who's abusive will not be able to break that cycle until the woman being abused gets herself out of that situation. So as far as I understand what God's word says, it's this. Marriage is meant to be forever unless there is unfaithfulness or abuse. In those circumstances, in those circumstances alone, he permits divorce. No, it is not, as people today would have you believe, a valid lifestyle choice. No, God does not want you to divorce your wife or your husband because you've grown tired of each other or sick of each other or you just want to move on. Marriage is a call for two imperfect people never to give up on one another. And just because other people tell you it's okay to divorce doesn't mean that it's right. In the very next verse, following that passage we just read from Malachi, God says this, Malachi chapter 3, verse 17. You have wearied the Lord with your words, yet you say, how have we wearied him? By saying, all who do evil are good in the sight of the Lord, and he delights in them, or by asking, where is the God of justice? In other words, just because other people say that something is right, doesn't make it right if God says it's wrong. So if you're in a marriage and thinking of divorce... Don't, unless you're being abused or unless your spouse is consistently being unfaithful. The world of pain that you are about to bring down on yourself, on your children, on your wider family, on your friends, simply isn't worth it. Commit yourself to God. Commit yourself to your marriage. Forgive and do everything that you can possibly do, not just to keep your marriage together, but to make your marriage prosper and become a mighty witness to God's miracle working power. Amen. 
And maybe if you're in the middle of a messy divorce or you divorce someone for other than the reasons of violence or unfaithfulness, know this. God is prepared to forgive this sin just as he prepared to forgive every other sin in your life, past, present and future, because Jesus died for you. His grace is sufficient for you. And if you know someone who's going through divorce or who's been through divorce, be there as a help, as a comfort, as an encouragement. Sometimes Christians treat other Christians who've been through divorce like lepers, as though the divorce thing is the only unforgivable sin under the sun. Well, that's not what the Bible says, and they need you. The Christians who walked into my life 20 years ago, people whom I'd universally been rude and obnoxious to in the past because they were Christians, those people are the people through whom God saved me. They shared their lives, their faith, their homes with me, and they are the reason that I'm with you today and every other day right here on this program. You can have such a mighty impact for good in the life of someone who's suffering from divorce, in the lives of their wider children and family. Sure, God hates divorce, but divorce happens, and when it does, it devastates lives. But God's grace is sufficient for all of us in every circumstance. Postmodern high tech age, doing family, being family, is more difficult than it's ever been before. That's why so many families are being torn apart, which is why I'd love to send you a free copy of my latest life application booklet. It's called Healing for Broken Families. And with the questions at the end of each chapter, you'll be able to chew things over to apply God's word right into the realities of your life. Because His Word is alive and active. Amen? So I'm praying that God will pour His love out right there in the middle of your family through this booklet. You can request your free copy right now. Just stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll free on 1300 722 415 and we'll send it straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1300 722 Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond, and I'll catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.